This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg in for the morning shift on this Thanksgiving morning. Heard this the other day. I hate to play it. You want to turn your mic? You, you know, so it reminds me of piano is a percussion instrument. Oh, a lot you, of people don't think of that. You hear, you somebody just went back to just, just working that, you know, right? that, that, that piano, and that's you hear it in that. For this intro? To yeah. Me, yeah, absolutely. Natalie Cole out of Thursday morning. I was going to say Sunday morning because yeah, no, we ain't man, here. No, man. Hey, we Thursday, ain't normally here. We're, Thursday mornings. We're normally Sun, here on Sunday. So. Sun's starting to come up. I guess we'll see some sun today. We better. You know, I think we will. It's kind of cloudy the last couple of days and overcast, but hopefully it's Sunday today and it's nice. It's going to be a little chilly, but uh, you know, if you're moving around today, you know, we're good. You got to get it. That was good. Well, know, you, were, you, were doing a, you were doing a weather report. Are you going to do traffic now? No, no. Come on. Give, give, give <laughs> it on this, on this Thanksgiving morning, God. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a happy Thanksgiving to you folks in Irondale. In Iron Irondale. You know you know Irondale? I know Irondale, but this is not in this state. <laughs> well, that doesn't really help us. Yeah, you, you know, the, Irondale is located. The Irondale I know is in another state and it's not right down the street from Bucky's. No, no, so, no. Okay, no. so this is this a different is, Irondale, this is a different Irondale. Designated place. It's out in Clayton County. Right okay. there in the center of Clayton County. Okay. So, okay. you folks okay. in Clayton, we'll just do a shout out to Clayton County. Is that near the Flint River? Um, That's very important, you know. Because the Flint no. River makes its appearance in Clayton County. Okay, so now you're going to make me go ahead and look at this. Well, so I don't know. No, no, that's okay. Here, here we go. According to the U.S. states, the United States Census Bureau, the Irondale CDP has a total area of 3.2 square miles, of which uh, 3.2 square miles. Yeah, no, I won't say nothing about it. No, no, oh, no, wait, no. wait, wait. Or it's um, one point whatever percentage from a body of water. So I guess that would be the river you're talking that about. It might be the Flint River. Let's see. You know, that's where it pops up from underneath the airport. You told me about that before. Yeah, man. That that's that doesn't make me feel good about the stability underneath what? the airport. What? There's water down there someplace. Man, there's water underneath this city. Well, it better be pretty far down there. Yeah, because it's, I don't, down, it's down there. It's yeah, because we but, see but, sinkholes a lot all yeah. the time around here. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but there's 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 there's, there's rivers up under us. On this 23rd day <laughs> of November, Sam, yep. and by the way, for those of you who listen to the morning shift and wonder, well, who are these two guys? We do Saturday and Sunday mornings around here. We'll get our Saturday. They're stuck back. in the airport. They, they broadcast from the airport yesterday, <laughs> and they're still there. Yeah, okay. They can't get out of TSA. <laughs> Put your bag over here. Put your coat over here. Come over here with me. One of the – actually <laughs> – one of the things. Take your shoes off, take your belt off, take everything out of your pocket. 
Get yourself some of them them sketches where you can slip back in. You ain't got to go down and bend over and tie your shoes. There you go. There you go. Something like that. Them Howie Long shoes. Wow. We give out insignificant information. And if there was ever a day to have some, this would be the day, I would think, because you've got family coming over. you got to create conversations with some folks maybe you don't want to talk to. But they're there in your house, or well, you're, you're in their be, house. You're going to be eating, so you got an excuse for not well, talking. You, you got to you got to talk beforehand, and then afterwards for a little bit. So I provide you with insignificant information, yep. most of which you will never use. But you never know. Just you right. never know. You'll be watching football today, right? Yeah. Did you know that hey. today was the day that Columbia, Harvard, and Princeton they formed the Intercollegiate Football Association? Columbia, Har- I went to Columbia. Okay. Yeah. Did you know that Columbia? I did. Yeah, I went a diff- to, different Columbia. Different Columbia. Me and Pat Sajak there you went go. to that school. Anyway, this was back in 1876. They for, they um, put this thing together. Were they doing NIL back then? No. There was no trans- no. No, no transfer portal. I'm always surprised when I, <laughs> when I hear about these things that take place back then. Yeah. Where did they meet? It wasn't a whole lot of buildings. No. Wasn't a whole lot of stuff. So I'm saying, no. they, and they didn't go to Waffle House like you said the no, coaches they, do. They went to somebody's, somebody's student union or or maybe the the president of the school at his office or his house or yeah you know, they, they they places like that that's what was available. You ever heard of Andrew Jackson Beard? No. Andrew Jackson Beard today invented something I had never heard. There was a name for it. We all know what it is, but I didn't know. We know what a Jerry Coupler is. I have no inkling. A Jerry Coupler. That's the thing that connects the. Rail cars, railroad cars. Okay. That that little thing that, that yeah. goes and click. Yep. That's a coupler. That was invented on this day, and Andrew Jackson Beard got the patent for it. Okay. On this day, 1897. Whoa. So there you go. But the the takeaway here is Jerry Coupler. The Jerry Coupler was invented on this day. Why is the name after Jerry? I don't know. Uh, I You know, I, that's a good question. Were he around, we'd ask him that. Yeah. And were he still alive, I think we'd all be a little surprised. All right, Mr. Crenshaw, it is 7 o'clock. Actually, it's 7.07. And on this Thanksgiving morning, I would imagine it's not as much as you normally have, but you got what's going on locally. Well, you know what's, what's going on locally right now is in Marietta. We're going to mention that. that. That kicks off here in less than 30 minutes. Um, for people who don't know, Thanksgiving tradition out of Marietta is people get out in the streets and run. And this is the annual gobble jog that's going to go on. So gobble, gobble why, are you, why are you laughing when I say this? That's a phrase that I didn't think I'd hear is, or you would so, say when I woke up this the, morning. The people are not laughing. A gobble it's, job? It's a little chilly out there. You're going to run real fast to get in out of this thing. No, the crisp it? weather is good to jog in, I hear. You, you think so? From people who do that. Okay. Because you're not sweating. You don't want to be out there like Kunta Kinte, like 4th of July. When we got the, we got the Peachtree Road Race. You could take a little, just a little bit of that today. Would would wouldn't be bad. That's true. But 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 but, but uh, it's happening only a Marietta Square, Marietta Square, and they got different times for the different categories that were run. It's a 10K uh, starting at 7:30, and these are going to be the timed people. Then you get the the untimed at 8:45. <laughs> the fa- why are you? Why is that? How'd you like to be named? How'd you like to be called an untimed person? I'd, I'd go for that. You know, well, you wouldn't even be there. Yeah, you know, I'd be there. <laughs> be you, the you don't, 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 don't. I'm, I'm taking my time. Don't even, don't even put a clock. Y'all on running the thing that? Yeah, I was an untimed participant. Untimed. That's okay. That's fine. Nine, nine o'clock of the five k time, and then nine o five there will be a five k untimed. And at ten thirty, at ten thirty, Greg, they're going to have the tot trot. These is for the little folk. Yeah, kids like five, the puppy bowl. Kids five like and cats five and under, mm-hmm. and it's a, just a one hundred yard run. For them, so the t- the little folks are gonna let them get out there in the cold and run too. 
Uh, so that's happening this morning out in Marietta, out on the Marietta. Did Square. you have a um? Yep. Like a little track at your high school, not a you know like full blown track, but like a we had like a little circle. You know, you could do some laps around there. This no, was the element. We, we, we at my high school. We had I'm sorry, with, grammar school. Oh, grammar school. No, like y'all have a yard. You go out and th- we, recess we, and all that. Yeah, we had a recess place. You go out and play. At the recess place, we had there was a, 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 a an area where you could run sprints, and it was funny as can be because it was a hundred yards and seventy five yards. I never understood why it was 75 why yards. 75 I don't know, man. At like 50, I could what get. What was that about? I don't. Listen, it was there when I got there. But they had one. It was on one side of the field, it was 75 yards. And then the other side, maybe they had the 75 one there because there was only so much room. It's kind of like running in. the 40. Exactly. Because the 40 is not a track event. No, it isn't. 40 no, is something they do at the combine. And, and, you, you, and, 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 and you, you want to get some track people real Eels, some, some, okay. or, or some, you mentioned the 40 to them. 40, <laughs> okay. we don't run no 40, you run a 50 or 100. You know, yeah, I see, mean, that's you, what yeah, yeah, so the real track people are like, what you talking about? You know, that's I, a football thing, that ain't track, you know, yeah. So did you ever get timed in, in like running? Did you? Oh, I wasn't a track person, but we got timed no, sometimes in different I got sports. Timed, I forgot, I got timed once in, in like a mile, and I forget what it oh, was, but, but nothing, nothing fast. I, I I didn't do long, um, marathons and do long distance, but I, because of baseball and, and other things, we had we did sprints. They yeah. timed you. And I, I I always think back to the best time I ever had. I thought I was fast, so it was eleven two, eleven three. Eleven two. That's was fast. My, was that's, my fastest. Well, that's faster than some folks. Yeah, it was like twenty one twenty something like that. And then we that. do that with something chasing you, and then we see. What well, that's mean. different. <laughs> that's different. I'm sure I had for about yeah. twenty yards. We used to yeah. cut through yards. To, I, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 Game, 929. A couple of of things I want to run down. Also, uh, they had the new rankings come out for the band of the year. We talked about this with John Grant, who was nice enough to join us um, last week, and he said some new rankings were coming out for this week. So the new rankings for band of the year, in case you know what we're talking about, December 15th, uh, the day before the Celebration Bowl, which we know Howard will be one of the teams playing in, um, they, they will have uh, the band of the year. And so four bands will come in and will perform um, on that Friday, the 15th, and for a championship. Now, we had Battle of the Bands before where people, you know, bands said this one, people applauded or cheered for whoever they thought performed best, but they didn't get trophies. They didn't be get the title band of the year. So you're going to have a Division One, two bands will come, and then a Division Two, and NAIA, two bands will come. And right now, when you Division One, your top band this week, the latest ranking is North Carolina A&T. North Carolina A&T is one. Jackson State is two. Southern, would probably be my pick, is third. <laughs> then Norfolk State, Prairie View, and Tennessee State. Those are your top five. Some people are saying, where is Florida A&M? Florida, Florida A&M is out of the top five. They're number six. In Texas Southern, South Carolina State, Alabama State, and Grambling State. No Alabama A&M. Alabama A&M, I think, is going to be the first band that comes through in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade today. We're going to so miss they're, that. They're in New We're York. We're going to miss right? the beginning of right? that. Well, we ain't going to be able to watch it with the sound up and all that. Well, no, but that's what they're, but they're going to they're, they're be there for that. Um, your Division Two has Florida Memorial. And this is an Where HBCU is Where, in, in, in Miami. A lot of people didn't know that was HBCU in that. Miami. They revived football several years ago. They hadn't played a football game since 1958. 
And I know that's a long time because 1958 is when I showed up. Uh, so Florida, <laughs> Florida, too, by Florida the way. Memorial, Florida Memorial is number is number one in the Division Two's Virginia State, Winston Salem State, Central State, uh, five Savannah State, and then Tuskegee Benedict Miles, who I think should make. I, I, I like Miles Band, uh, Fort Valley, and Fayetteville State. Those are the Division Two. So those are the bands um, that have been top ranked in the top ten. They got one more rank, one more voting in. Then they'll determine which ones are the four bands that will be coming to uh, to town. So, fam, you while it is basically considered kind of like the Yankees of, yeah. of bands, they, yeah. they don't like the Yankees. They don't make it in the playoffs every year. Not 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 always. Sometimes it's hard to judge. They're, they're so big. When I say that, they're probably they're probably over three hundred people. So then, let me ask you: What yeah. we had we had uh, John Grant on last week? Yeah. I don't know that we got a, a clear answer to this. Well, he, wasn't t- le- he wasn't leaning in any no, direction. He, he was well, making sure to not lean. It wasn't about it wasn't about which one he thought was better. It was more about what are they going to be judged on? Yeah, are they the best musicians? Do they have the best choreography? Yeah, is it is it a combination? And there's a breakdown too within these rankings. There's a breakdown for your drum majors, you know, for your for your dance team, for your drum line. Um, you know, there's, those different things are broken down, but these are the overall cumulative scores mm-hmm. that we're talking about that has that going on. So, you know, we'll watch for that and see. No, well, you tried to ask him questions to get him to lean in the direction. He was very I wasn't careful. trying to get him. I, we he knew was, he wasn't going to do he it. He was very strategic. Yeah, he wasn't going to let anybody <laughs> know. It would move in any direction. Of I course. these folks are close their windows over there. Of course, you know, <laughs> we were talking about the high school football teams that are practicing. I found out from, uh, I got a, uh, a text from one person, and, and Jeff, we appreciate that. The North, Oca- North Oconee team, they're going to leave today. To go where? At 2.45, they're going to head. they got to go to Savannah. They're in Bogart. Bogart, that's up north okay. of Athens. That's a, a long drive. They're going to start. They're going to leave today. They're, gonna, they're playing Benedictine tomorrow night in a game that could be a state semifinal or a state championship game for these particular teams. But they're having to play in the quarterfinals Friday night. Down towards Savannah, they're going to get an early break, and they're going to leave uh, later today after everybody eats, I suppose, and everybody gets on the bus, and they're going to ride down there. So that tomorrow morning they can sleeping get Sleeping on that get, bus after you eat. Oh, yeah, now everybody <laughs> there won't be a whole lot of noise after you eat that turkey and then get on that bus. Uh, and maybe do a walkthrough in the morning and then play the game tomorrow night. So it, it, different people are doing it different ways, depending on how far it is you, you have to go. So that's the thing. I, I talked with the coach over at Stockbridge, Coach uh, Clark, yesterday. And they got to go to Spalding. Well, that's down in Griffin. That's like forty minute drive from mm-hmm. them. So I mean, they don't even have to get a charter bus. They can they can ride they can ride on the regular old yellow bus down there and play that game. So that's the thing. It depends on where you are, but it is the week when teams crisscross the state and there's no school. So if you need to get up early in the morning and roll, you you can do that either one. I trying to hear what he was playing there. Yeah. I had like three, four more questions for you, but we got a break. Okay. We got stuff going on here. And yeah. and listen, I'm look I'm excited to talk to Russell. We got Russell coming. We got up Russell next. Baxter joining us next. What one of the first people with their own intro music. Yeah. And we're gonna talk NFL and, and, and Falcons, but he's also got some great stories. And there was a game that took place on this day that has a name that I'm sure he has an opinion about and a story connected to it. I'm I'm just I'm speculating, but I'm confident he's going to have something for us. So that's coming up next. Russell Baxter joining Sam and Greg. We are in for the morning shift on this Thanksgiving morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app.
Sports Radio 929 the game, 929 the game.com. It is Sam and Greg in for the morning shift on this Thanksgiving morning. We thank you, thank you, thank you for letting us be a part of your mornings. I'll be back here tomorrow morning. Mr. Crenshaw will not be with me. It'll be uh, Jason Longshore because I will be continuing my education of soccer, but Sam's got his Friday night high school scoreboard show, so we can't ask him to do double duty, you know? Union won't allow us. <laughs> union? <laughs> yeah. The union? The union won't allow us, which takes us nicely into this next segment. Yeah. <laughs> um, so but as we bring our guest on here, who, by yes. the way, of course, has uh, the walk-on music, Sam, back in 1986, the rivalry between the Cowboys and the Eagles increased. I mean, it, it, it went through the roof, and that's because Buddy Ryan left the Bears and got that job. So the 86 season was what it was. The next season was, the, if you remember, the strike season, right? Now the Cowboys had some players that crossed the line. Eagles, all replacement players. When they played that year, Buddy Ryan felt like Jimmy Johnson had run the score up. So the next year when they got together, the next season, I'll say 88, 87, 88 season. So in 89, when they played, there was a game known as the Bounty Bowl. Do you remember that? As I, well, if you don't, as we welcome Russell Baxter in here, I got a feeling that Russell knows about the Bounty Bowl. And that was Buddy Ryan's. See, this is what I'm talking about was rivalries. Yeah. You got to have some stupid stuff that happens every once in a while. To, to, to rise it up. And as we welcome our guest on here, Russell Baxter, do you remember, do you have well, any thoughts? Well, first of all, happy Thanksgiving. And happy Thanksgiving to you, Russell. Welcome, Russell. Um, do you remember this particular game and have any thoughts on it? Oh, yes, I do. In fact, I, I, I hate to do this to you, but I have to correct you here for a second. Oh, that's cool. Uh-oh. But I told you, didn't I tell you he'd know about it? Oh, yeah. Go no. ahead, set me straight. In 1987, Tom Landry was still the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, well, okay. Whoever, okay. Here's here, let's preface this a little, okay? In 1987, there was the, uh, the replacement players. I was right. Eagles faced the Cowboys in Dallas. I want to say Ed Tutal Jones and Randy White were two of the players that crossed the picket line. Tom Landry put them in late in the game, even though the game was blowout. Now, a couple weeks later, this 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 is my favorite part. A couple weeks later. The Eagles were handily beating the Cowboys. The Cowboys, you know, were fading. It was Tom Landry's next to last year. I believe the score was 30-20. to 20. Philadelphia, late in the game, Randall Cunningham took a snap, faked a knee, and threw a ball downfield. Got a pass interference call. So he tacked on a touchdown, 37-20. A little salt in the wound. Mm-hmm. The following year, Philadelphia won its – Division, which, you know, third year of Buddy Ryan's reign there in 1988. Right. Um, by beating the Cowboys in what turned out to be Tom Landry's last game as head coach, um, as he was entering the, his locker room, someone said, did, did this have any special meaning beating Dallas, the Cowboys? And he says, who the hell are the Cowboys? We beat them every time we play them. There you go. See? Okay. Then 1989 was Jimmy Johnson's first year. And so the grudge really started with the Cowboys when Landry was there. And I don't think Buddy ever got over it. And there was the Bounty Bowl on Thanksgiving. And uh, I remember, I want to say 27 nothing Philadelphia. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So, yeah, I remember remember it very, very well. And um, it it was brutal. And that was a horrible Dallas team that won only one game. Uh, but I guess the Cowboys a couple of years later finally got the last laugh because they, you know, they would go on and 
Jimmy Johnson would build what hell of a team. He's in the Hall of Fame along with a lot of the other players and so on. But the 87 season, when Tom Landry put those guys back in late in the game, and you guys can check this. I want to say the final score of that game was like 41-23 in 87. Um, that infuriated Buddy Ryan because if you remember the strike year, um, there, if there were union people at the Eagles games supporting the players. Wow. It was, there was like an ugly scene down in Philadelphia outside Veterans Stadium. Uh, they played, I think, I want to sit there, say they played the Bears in a game there, and it was it was bad. I mean, it was there were some ugly things attached to the, the '87 strike. Yeah, um, yeah. Jack Del Rio, Otis Taylor, incidents like that. That was that was nastier than the '82 strike, which you know the guys just disappeared for two months. Yeah, right. yeah. Look, I'll just spend the time on this Thanksgiving morning on the WaitForIt.com hotline with Russell Baxter, and he is social. You can always find him at Bax Football Guru at Bax Football Guru. Today is Thanksgiving Day, Russell. And I'm reading here you you know, gone and, and put a lot of things posted on your social leading up to this day. Is there, is there one game that you look forward to more than another on this day? We got three coming up today. Yeah, and all divisional games and all NFC games, by the way. Uh, you got the rematch in Detroit. It, Detroit uh, it's funny. Detroit and Green Bay they are going to play on a Thursday for the second time this year. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Detroit, Detroit um, went into Lambeau Field about a month and a half ago and, and really whacked them pretty good and so on. And uh, Detroit is now kind of, you know, it's funny. Detroit is, I, I don't do season ended today. It's something that drives me crazy. But I can safely say they have the second best record in the NFC mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. And, um, you know, if they win today, they'll match their win total of a, lot, a year ago. Um Defensively, the last couple of weeks have been a little shaky. I think to get to answer your question, though, I think the game intrigues me the most is probably San Francisco and Seattle. Has San Francisco righted the ship after that three-game losing streak? Is Seattle, you know, last year they got off to a great start, held on, managed to get in the playoffs uh, when D- Detroit beat Green Bay. Um, they look like they're fading a little. Geno Smith, I don't know what his status is for today. Um, if he's going to play, that's obviously very, very, this is an important three week stretch for the 49ers, Seattle, Philadelphia, Seattle. Sam and Greg with uh, Russell Baxter, sports radio, 92, nine, the game, 92, nine, the game.com. How much time you've been spending uh, in the NFC South and watching what's been going on down here in Atlanta and the quarterbacks and the other teams down here. What are your thoughts on this division so far? Well, it's, it's, it's deja vu all over again, the quote, uh, Yogi Bear, um, you know, last year team won it with an eight and nine record. Right now, the Saints lead it with a five and five record. Um, you know, the great the Falcons have disappointed me a little. Three straight losses and bad fourth quarter defense the last couple of weeks. Let, letting Minnesota come right down the field, letting Arizona come come right down the field. But they are two and zero in the division, which you know that's very very important. You know, obviously they get the Saints this week. Um, hopefully they can write your ship. I've been, like I said, I've been disappointed on their defense. And, you know, when we talked earlier this year, you know, Calais Campbell, Jesse Bates, some of the moves they made on that side of the ball, I thought were, were substantial, but you know, there's, they've shot themselves in the foot sometimes with, uh, you know, mistakes and so on. So not quite in sync, but it, you know, other than Carolina, I mean, it's a three team race. Um, uh, and, 
is it actually going to be a year where another sub-500 team wins the division? I mean, I, that would be, you know, you know what you're going to hear at the end of the year, break them up and, and realignment and the whole nine yards and so on. So someone needs to get hot here in the final seven weeks of the season, and, and stranger things have happened. Hey, um, hey, it's certainly possible. I'm sorry. Russell, did you get a chance to hear any of the um, audio from Tom Brady this past week? Uh, there are people yeah, who, who are saying, yeah. you know, now he sounds like, old oh, man, get off my grass. But then he also is is preaching what everybody else says in the barbershop and in barbecues and things like that. So I wanted to see what side of the fence you came down on. I thought it was, first of all, I thought it was great because that was the most I've heard out of Tom Brady talking right. football. I don't listen to his podcast. I, he might be doing it there. But this was more than a little interesting if you haven't heard it. He was with Stephen A. Smith this past week. Yeah, um, and I, I can't say I disagree with him. I, I, I think that, although it's ironic, he, he commanded a team that won a division with an eight and nine record. Um, and if you include the playoff loss, they were eight. If you, if you include the playoff loss by the Buccaneers to the Cowboys last year, guys, every team in that division lost ten games. Think about that. That's astounding. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we're not going to see that again. Although Carolina, Carolina is a, a, a loss away from from getting to ten. So. Um, no, listen, I think the way you get ready for a football season is something I've questioned for a number of years. Um, now it seems like coaches are second guessing the even playing regulars during the preseason. Some of them don't, some of them who didn't are now doing it. And some of them are doing it for substantial playing time. I, I, I know it's probably not the most popular stance. I wish the NFL would eventually go to an 18 game season, take two preseason games that, are really tune-up games instead of this, you know, jockeying around to get the last 10 roster spots and so on. So, um, yeah, I can't just – listen, the man knows football. And the man knows team football. It's the one thing I've always admired about Tom Brady. He has never, at least from afar, striked me as the guy who thinks he is the savior, that he is all about. He has always understood – that it takes an entire team and an offensive line and a defense because Tom Brady and the Patriots won six Super Bowls and they did it all different ways. And that's the one thing that I think he learned from Bill Belichick. You can win a lot of different ways. I mean, look, let's be honest. I know there's a lot of Belichick, Brady, you know, Brady's the Patriot way, Belichick's the Brady way. No, they're inseparable. They're absolutely inseparable. But Tom Brady was a young kid. Bill Belichick was a seasoned coach. Maybe not a head coach that long, but a head coach who groomed him. And then when he felt like he was ready to carry the team a little more, they did that in 2007 when he had that amazing year. So, but no, I can't disagree with anything. And, and I don't think Tom Brady's alone in, in those sentiments. I, I think that the quality of football sometimes uh, makes you shake your head. And I think that's one of the reasons offensive numbers are down. I think we don't get, ready for football season in terms of offensive line play because they've limited contact during the summer. Um, it's a, it, it's a little bit, it's a little more of a pinball machine um, than it is a, a grind. And, uh, but somebody's going to win a, a, a title. Yeah. Listen, and here's the one thing we do know, regardless of how many times they change the rules, guys, defenses adjust very, very fast. Mm-hmm. Think about this for a while. It's something I've put out the last couple of days, the Kansas city chiefs, have scored zero points in the second half of their last three games. Yeah, well, we can get into a whole we can get into a whole Eric Bieniemy yeah. thing with that too, um, and and talking about that offense and 
guys dropping the balls, but Russell, we're up against it. We got you got to give us some time on a Saturday or Sunday. I know you got a lot of stuff going on, but we got more questions for you, man. Yeah, we do. We we want to oh, we, we want to get you on when we're normally on. So can, yes, can yes. we make that happen sometime soon? Yes. If when I get a Saturday or Sunday in, in the morning when I'm available, definitely, and I will let you know. All I will right. let Sam know because he's social too. By the way, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> listen. Uh, thank you for getting up on this Thanksgiving morning. This is Russell Baxter, as always, man. And enjoy the rest of your day and the games. I'm sure you'll be watching. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. You want to make a big bet this week? Which bet one? me and the turkey and the over. All right. All right. All right. Fantastic. Fantastic. Russell Baxter joining Sam and Greg here. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, and we got a special guest talking Hosea Helps. We've got his daughter joining us, Terrell Thomas, Patrick Ingram from Extras Casting Atlanta, Sean Belizean from up in Detroit. It is still a big morning on this Thanksgiving morning. Sam and Greg in for the morning shift. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Sam and Greg on this Thanksgiving morning. I was going to say congratulations. The world's most I, dangerous band. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Played that for a reason. Mm-hmm. Was, was one of those special TV moments this past week. Okay. Did you happen to see or hear what happened on Stephen Colbert this past week? I don't watch his, his show regularly. I, don't, no, I, 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 I think I, I've I, seen it once. I no, I got glimpses of him every now and then. Every once in a while I'll yeah. tune in, and of course it depends on the guest. Yeah. Let me... Back up a little bit here. One of the greatest TV moments of all time to me was Johnny Carson's last TV appearance. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what that was? Letterman took his show out to California, and you know he does his top ten list, and he had remember <laughs> that old dude Larry Bud Melman or whatever. Oh, yeah. He's, oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's so he's out in California, right? And he he always does this where he says, "Ah, we've got." You know, and he names a big star. They got Tom Hanks. Bring it out to top. And it would be Larry Bud Melman. So he's out there, and he does this again. He does this bit where he says, and bring it out tonight's top ten list is Johnny Carson. And then Larry Bud Melman walks out, and of course, that's the joke. And he brings a blank card up to him. And they had a little exchange back and forth. So he leaves. And then Letterman's like, excuse me, this is the wrong list. Uh, Johnny, can you bring out the list? And then Johnny Carson brings it out. And the, yeah. the crowd just goes. Oh, yeah. And he hadn't been seen because he never went back to the Tonight Show. No, no. Him and that whole thing with Jay never, yeah. you know. So he never went back to the NBC studios. But he did, well, everybody knows the relationship he had with Letterman. So he walks out with it. And then he sat behind his desk. Dave's like, come on, you got it. And so Johnny sat down. But he didn't say a word. Yeah. He sat there and absorbed probably about a five-minute standing ovation. Yeah. And yeah. then got up and left. And that was his last TV appearance. <laughs> and it was so, I mean, it was so perfect. And you can YouTube that if you, if you, if you haven't seen it. But The thing about Letterman, he keeps popping up. Well, we, he's we, got we, a we, show, we see, too. We, 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 we still see him. He's, a, he's always been a broadcaster, first yeah. and foremost, yeah. which is why I liked him better than, than the other guys. And, and, um, he this, a, and, he, and he's a really good interviewer. He's a great interviewer. He's a yeah. wordsmith. And he, and he keeps, if you, listen, you, he, he's also an acquired taste. So you either like Dave or you don't like Dave. Yeah. I get that. So this past week, he came on Stephen Colbert, and they brought him out to that music. And then it was his first time back in the Ed Sullivan Ed Theater. Ed Sullivan Theater, okay. So the band played his music, and then he came. Of course, he got that big old Grizzly Adams beard. Yeah, beard it yeah. wasn't exactly the same, but it was kind of cool because he came out from behind and walked out to that music. And then he, Colbert had him on for all three segments. Yeah. So that was nice. So anyway. Now I missed that with Colbert. The, the Colbert I saw was him interviewing Barbara Streisand, which I thought was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. 
Now, they talk about rare interviews. Very rare. <laughs> it's like He tried to get her to kiss and tell about some of the leading men she and she wouldn't do. She wouldn't play along with him in the movies that she'd been, you know, because there's always, there was always some rumors of her carrying right. on with some of those guys in those movies. I mean, she's been there right from Redford to Omar Sharif and all those guys. You know, Omar and, Sharif. Well, well, I'm just saying. And <laughs> he, he asked him, like Omar Dr. Sharif. Is that who he was? Said, yeah, he said, Omar Sharif, that, that, was that mustache kind of scratchy? You know, he asked him. I thought it was a fantastic interview for her because we so rarely hear her say anything. Absolutely so, right. Yeah. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game. Can I say happy birthday to somebody? Now, what if I said no? <laughs> I mean, really, what if I just said no? Of course you can. Well, well, he's not local. He's not listening. But today is uh, Tom Joyner's birthday. Tom Joyner. Yeah, man. Wow. Yes. That takes me back. Yeah, man. Because yeah, I remember yeah. when he first started bouncing between yeah, Chicago, Chicago and, and, and Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Jumping on the, the fly jock. Yeah. If y'all don't know, there's a, you know, you know who Tom Joyner yeah. is. But when he he was the first, what did you call it, fly jock? Fly jock. He was in Chicago. He had, he, he had the same seat every day. I always understood that when he left the morning show, in he Chicago. said, I'm on, on my way to the airport. I got seat. I'm on flight so-and-so-and-so. I got this so-and-so seat. He had the same seat every day. And, and it was a commercial flight. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he flew from Dallas to Chicago every day to do the shows. <sighs> and now you can sit in one place and flip a switch. You ain't even got to leave your house. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that was but that was like a thing. Yeah, man. Can I ask you a question? This is what I was going to ask you. Sam and yeah. Greg Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929 Morning, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Thank- absolutely. Be safe out there if you're going to fry that turkey. Yes. Follow the directions. And don't by, try to don't try, don't try to freelance or or ad lib when it comes to frying. There, the turkey by the way, fry. there's still nothing better than a fried turkey. Yeah, but some some folks. Oh yeah, they blow up the backyard. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> we not <laughs> trying to do that today. So follow the directions, please, when it comes to doing fried turkey today. We don't want any disasters. I had a brother-in-law that used to do that, an ex-brother-in-law. He ain't there no more. Okay. Uh, who used to fry up a turkey. He's, yeah. he's a Cobb County cop. Okay. And and he used to do it, and there was we kept waiting for the explosion of that big pot, but it never happened. He did his pretty good. Okay. Shout out to Everett. Okay. <laughs> be <laughs> careful with be he, careful with that yeah, thing. He, he ain't with his wife anymore. Yeah, but shout out to Everett. Be careful with Everett's work. You know who Everett is? I mentioned him before on the show. And his son Colin, who's who may be listening, he now does some work for the film industry from time to time. He's okay. a re, he's a retired officer. I don't know what rank he had, but he was pretty much up there uh, in, in Cobb County. And then he's retired, and then he's he's working security. Okay. Making a bunch okay. of money per hour. Yeah, you can do that now. So listen, if you guys can't get in front of a TV today, we want to remind you that we have all the games for you. Dallas, excuse me, let me get this. I was looking at the wrong date here. We got Green Bay and Detroit first, pregame at 12, kick at 1230. Washington at Dallas following that. And then San Francisco at Seattle later on. So we have them all for you. All right, now we got the business out of the way. I want to ask you this question. Either one of you, to Eric too, because Eric hasn't been on this morning. Can y'all tell me what's going on with Angel Reese? The big star from, you know, LSU last year. I mean, we kind of can speculate, but what do y'all believe is going on? With oh, her? there's something that's going on that's run afoul of a team rule, I think. And they're, they're doing their best to keep it in-house. But because she's been so social and so visible, uh, I think a lot of people, you know. Like the coach. Well, well, might have a problem with that. Well, not just a problem, with problem, problem but not just, not just a problem. But no, just a problem with that if she's doing that and is neglecting some other things. I think you expect that you win a national championship in this day and age. If you're not expecting your player to do some things socially or, or know what's happening, then you're not, to me, you're on Fantasy Island. 
mm-hmm. you know, because of all of the things that are available. She's cash. She's cashing a lot of checks. You know what I mean? Because she's of endorsements. She's up over seven digits right now. Right. Okay. Especially since that last, so the end of that last game. Right. But but but, but you know what though? When you, when you talk about her, and she, you know, you have college players who are great college players. Right. Don't mean they're gonna play the next level. You're right. You're absolutely right. And she's not projecting well for the next level. But for college, she's so great. She's getting paid you right know what now. I mean? Right. You know what I mean? So 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 I mean that's the whole thing. But I don't think it has anything to do with their issue. But obviously, the coach has done a, her job to try to keep it keep it in house. Well, I mean, I haven't paid close attention to the story, but I actually know that family. Once again, Andrew Reese is a Baltimore yeah, she's native. From Baltimore, yeah, she's from Baltimore. and the the fact when she turned down the University of Maryland, because a lot of people think you know Maryland sports, they think about what our sports are. Our sports are lacrosse and basketball, and right now, women's basketball is carrying the torch. At the University of Maryland. Yeah. And when she shunned University of Maryland, a lot of folks back home were a little upset with her. And so, you know, they pay very close attention to her career and what she's doing. I hope whatever she's got going on, it passes over. Because, you know, she could be a two-time national champion if they get everything back going together. Well, if she so, gets back in the lineup, that's yeah. the thing. She's, first she was benched, and then she's just not even traveling with the team. Yeah. Right. And now they're down there in some one of the islands, and I don't know if she went and made that trip, but – She'll here's, be back second semester. Here's what I, I believe. I don't, what, I don't know, first of all. Well, some people think it's academic, but I think I think your monkey kind of intimated that it's not academic. No, she made it sound like the work ethic that was in place last year on the way to the first championship, at least for her, is not there this year. And, you know, you know, they say that about the was, – what was that phrase they used to use, the, the, the rubber chicken circuit for guys who won like – in the pros where they'd win the uh, win the championship and they'd go out and do all these different things in the offseason and, and go to this promotion, that promotion, and, and dinner's here. And then when it came to spring training or getting back in the training camp, a little slow getting back there. Yeah. And I, that, that may be a little bit. I, I mean, maybe she's looking for her to be more of a leader and may not be, be pleased with that and knows what her leadership means to the overall success of the team. I, I, you know, coaches have to make tough decisions. And that's at all levels. You got you got high school folks that have to make tough decisions, you know. So I think that's all that's happening with it. But she's taking the steps to get it rectified because you haven't gotten to your conference schedule yet. She wants that team to be tip top. These are the you know tune up games. I won't say tune up games because these games you know, cause a lot in your rankings too. But she does want them to go out and, and be at their best. And for them to be at their best, she's got to be a leader. Do you believe this falls into a category, even though you didn't see the whole uh, interview or much of it at all, um, something that Tom Brady said when he was talking. He was being very candid to Stephen A. And one of the things that he is enjoying right now is getting the chance to go out and talk to the people and, and companies that he's been able to. And one of the things that they talk about is the, well, especially when he's talking to kids, what's the uh, sustainable, valuable traits that you have? What can you bring? Because there's some things that you're not going to be able to do all the time. You're not going to have the four-two speed all the, you know throughout your career. But what are some of those traits in people? Anyone? Discipline, determination, work ethic, attitude. Those four. Yeah. Could lacking one of those be one of the reasons why Angel Reese has not been in uniform? Maybe not the- lacking them, but just hasn't been displaying them the way she should. That's what I wanted to hear. 
That's why we got them here. Moving into the 8 o'clock hour, we are hoping to get a special guest joining us. We're, we're just going to kind of leave it out there as that. We're just we're, we're, we're hoping, but we do have Terrell Thomas, who is special. He'll be joining us coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, along with Patrick Ingram. Talking about the industry, he is with Extras Casting Atlanta. Uh, I'm going to get back to doing casting calls, but on this special Thanksgiving morning, he's going to let us know what is around the corner for those guys and some of the opportunities for you coming up. It's Sam and Greg. On this Thanksgiving morning, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 